are listening to True Story, a night of true tales told to friends. This story was recorded at a True Story party in January of 2012 at an undisclosed location in the San Francisco Bay Area. The theme for the night was the end of the beginning. Um, so the end of the beginning, I've been thinking about this throughout the last couple stories, and I loved how there was sex, drugs, and a little bit of kind of like rock and roll, you know, like I'm pretty sure there's some rolling, rolling under cars, um, maybe some rocks, some rocks in there. Um, so how to follow that up, the only, um, the, the most, uh, I don't know, end, end thing that I could think of was the time that I almost died. And um, that happened, yeah, when I was about 10 or 11, I actually, um, yeah, I'm going to start from the beginning. So, or the end. Anyway, um, so I, when I was 10 to 12, I lived on the island of Madagascar. Um, <laughs> that's my story. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> mm. Yes, it's a true story. And yes, I touched lemurs, but in a very platonic way. Um, <laughs> so... So I went to, um, I lived and went to school in the capital of Antananarivo. We called it Tana for short because it's ridiculously long to say that every single time. And um, my school, and I, I went with my school on a field trip down to the south end of the island um, to this place called Fort Dauphin, which is like uh, French for dolphin, fo Fort Dolphin. And there's dolphins there. And, um, and we took this train, this Michelin train oh. down there. And it's really famous because... Um, I don't know if you, know, you guys know about the Michelin man. He's like the fat tire guy. And yeah, Michelin, yeah. So anyway, he, <laughs> he, th they made this train with him somehow. And it's really cool for, for some reason. So we took that and it was, it was cool. It was, you know, it was a train. And, um, and I think it's like one of the only one of its kind or something. So here we are on this trip. It's like the end of the year trip. I'm really excited. I'm with all my friends, um, you know, pretty young there's like the older kids and the younger kids and being in what was i like sixth sixth grade i don't know if you guys remember how life was back then but um i was pretty excited you know because here we are in this sort of in-between age group we're not really the young kids I, I went to this super small school which was an american school and the whole school just kind of did everything together because there weren't really that many of us um, and then the super little kids were kind of in their own section, like the preschool and kindergarten, but everyone else from first grade to 12th grade, I think one person graduated one year, but it's like how small it was. It was a big deal. Um, so we, we were all going on this trip and, you know, whenever we go any place, we stayed, um, at different, we, we would stop and like be in a rainforest place and go for a walk and then all get to like stay in a hotel and, you know, you'd be like, okay, who, which one of my friends am I going to stay in a room with? And, you know, it was kind of like one of those, um, you know, maybe three people would stay in a room or you'd fight over, be like, I, I want to be with you. Can I, oh no, this time, okay, I, I just got traded. Cool. Um, <laughs> and so, you know, we're making this trip. This is like, I don't know how long it was. I feel like it was a week long trip or something, maybe even longer. And we make it down to the coast, down to Fort Dauphin. And when we're there, we get to our hotel. We kind of, you know, put our bags down, check in. Um, everyone's really excited. This is a beautiful, beautiful coast. It's lovely, lovely weather. Um, 
I, I don't know if, how much you guys know about Madagascar, but it has lots of tiny different microclimates. So there's like high mountains, there's low places, um, there's cold and dry places, there's rainforest, there's this one place over to the east, no, the west, and uh, called Majunga, and it's like really hot, just like the hottest ridiculous place. And there's also actually a place called Hellville, which is weird. Um, and I've never actually been there, but you can get like postcards from it and stuff. And, <laughs> and so anyway, here we are in the South, this beautiful place. And, um, and we all settle in. And then a couple of our teachers, we had teacher chaperones, um, our computer teacher, our science teacher, and our, I don't even know what that person taught. But anyway, we had like, or maybe social studies, like our social studies teacher. And so we have our chaperones and they're like, hey, you know, we have dinner in a while. Who wants to go on a little walk? Let's go explore the area. Um, so a small group of students went, maybe around 10 to 15 of us. And we're walking and exploring and we're following these railroad tracks. And it's just really beautiful. And we're all excited to be in this place. And then um, everyone just had their clothes on, you know, no one was like prepared for this, but we saw a beach kind of off across the sort, sort of like, like, um, like there were hills and then there's the ocean, but there's kind of a drop. And so we see it, and we're like, well, we could continue where we are now and then kind of end back up at the hotel, or we could take this little detour to the beach. Who wants to go to the beach? Everyone wants to go to the beach. Are you kidding? So we go to the beach. It's this beautiful strip of sand and not a whole like no one's there so we're like all right cool we're here um who wants to go swimming and everyone just goes swimming with their clothes on um that's what you do when you're little and you don't know about skinny dipping yet and uh and you're also with your teacher so anyway <laughs> so um so we're all we're all just swimming and it's a lot of fun and um and you know i went in the water with everyone else we were all just body surfing just riding the waves in um and up till this point you know, life had been good. Life was interesting. Um, <laughs> I, I I had lived in a lot of different places with different people and, you know, would go back to the States every summer and everyone would be like, wait, where do you live? What? And I, I um, would go back to Maine in the summer times and spend, spend it with my grandparents. And I'd go to church with them with all these like old, adorable ladies and old men and, you know, hard of hearing. And they'd be like, oh, dear. like this is going to be terrible. But they'd be like, where, where, where do you live, dear? You know, dear, whatever, um, dear. And, and I'd say, Madagascar. And, you know, they'd say, what? Madawaska? And that's up north. That's up north in Maine. That's like a nothing, that's like super tiny nothing place. And I was just like, yeah, yeah, no, no, I don't. Um, so, you know, it was like really exotic for them. And so here I am on this field trip, kind of like the first big field trip of my life um, at a school. And we're all swimming. And I'm in the water. I remember this very vividly because I feel, you know, it doesn't happen very often, I hope. And so I'm in the water. It's warm. It was the Indian Ocean. And um, and then, you know, I, occasionally I would look up. And I had glasses back then, too. So my eyesight wasn't perfect at all, but it's a lot better than it is now. So <laughs> I would look up, you know, be like, oh, there's a shore. Okay, keep swimming, surf in, surf out. And then after a while, I kind of noticed that the shore was getting further and further away. And I didn't really understand why. I think my brain was sort of just like, oh, this is good. You're swimming. You know, it's kind of like a pool, but it's bigger, it's salty, and it's the ocean. So, <laughs> so there I am swimming, and then I start getting a little bit tired, and the waves start getting bigger, and I keep looking, you know, I kind of bob up, and I'm like, oh, further away. Okay, so just swim a little harder. And I swim a little bit harder, you know, kind of pull. And I've been swimming 
for a good part of my life, I don't think I was ever a really great swimmer. I swam in lakes mostly, which are really tame compared to oceans. And um, yeah, and so, you know, whatever. I thought I was like a decent swimmer anyway. But uh, my swimming, my fucking strokes are doing nothing. And so, you know, instead of getting closer, I'm actually getting further away. And I'm getting more tired and I'm in my clothes. So I'm getting a little like dragged down, you know, and I, I think I might have even been wearing sort of like jean material, which is stupid. One of the other guys was actually wearing like really, you know, baggy, heavy pants. Um, the kind that guys like to wear. I don't know. Guys like to wear sort of to be cool and gangstery. I don't know. And so he like really was almost done for. And everyone made this joke that was like, good thing you weren't wearing your Rolex. <laughs> um, I don't know if you actually had one, but... So there I am swimming, and then the waves are getting higher. Um, you know when you do that thing where you kind of gulp air, or you like come up for air, but then there's a wave, and it's actually water, and it's salty, and, and then you know your eyes are starting to sting because you open them up underwater, or you think it's air, it's actually water. Um, and then I remember it was really green and just very like oncoming you know like there was no break um you know we learned in school about the crests and the troughs and so i was like okay wait for wait for a trough trough is that what i want okay well no it's still just water and you know fuck and so and i and i felt myself just getting really tired um really tired and just really kind of like the shore is not getting closer okay just try harder oh i'm running out of air okay the air there's there's water there's no air and and just kind of like very, very much the feeling of I've really gotten myself into a situation at this moment in time that I can't necessarily get myself out of. And, you know, sort of thinking about that invincibility thing, I think that I had always been an adventurous kid or I never really, you know, I didn't really care. Like I could break rules. I could go into parts of town that didn't matter. I had a lot of independence um, from a very young age. But this was the one time that I was just like, fuck, fuck, fuck. I mean, I, I was what? 10, 11, 11, and I don't think I ever really used the word fuck, but I'm pretty sure I was going fuck at that point. Um, or, or just like, I don't, you know, my brain was kind of like shutting off and panicking. And so I just swam harder, swam harder, nothing, nothing was happening. And I'm pretty sure I did that for a while. And there was definitely this moment in my mind where I was, you know, after, after a while of this, after like swallowing water and being like, this is really salty. Okay, let's try it. Nope, try that again. Nope. Okay. You know, there's just this moment where I real, I kind of, I don't say I realized, but, you know, okay, there is a real possibility here that I will die. And what, what does that mean? Oh, that you'll die, that you'll sink, you know, and you won't come back up. Or, you know, that maybe it's easier to stop trying because trying isn't doing anything. So, uh, and you're getting tired and your muscles are running out of oxygen and there's only water coming in, um, and it's not, you know, you, there's no rock to stand on. There's nothing to hold on to. It's just you and this big water thing that is continuously pounding you down. Um, and I thought that and I thought that and I thought that. And it wasn't so much thoughts. It was just like wave of green, wave of, you know, salt, water, keep swimming, no down. Um, and, and just kind of like this complete... A, a, a panic that almost turned into a calm because at some point it wasn't even a question. It was just like, okay, this is going to happen and that's it. And it, I, I feel like there are slow ways to die and there are fast ways to die. And then there's kind of in between ways to die where you're like, this is probably happening really fast, but it feels really slow. <laughs> um, so I did that 
for a while and I was about ready, I think, to just stop trying because I was kind of out of energy and panicking at this point and ready to just, you know, at least it was warm. That's kind of what I was thinking, like, hey, this could be the Atlantic Ocean, I guess. Um, and the Indian Ocean isn't like so much warmer. It's just, you know, more warm. I don't know, warmer, but not like a hot tub or anything. And uh, and then and then, you know, one of my teachers came and he, you know, or I heard yelling he, and then he was swimming toward me and, you know, he was saying, swim, swim. And I'm like, I'm tr what do you think I've been doing all this time? And then, and then he came and kind of did the thing where you hold someone, but not really. And, you know, it's, it just, it's just enough, you know, just enough to give you a little bit of balance to be able to, you know, hold your head above water. Um, but basically what had happened was we had, there had been a rip current and it had taken me and, I think three other students um, of different ages, I was, I think, the youngest um, out beyond beyond where they could see. And they hadn't realized it for a while because, you know, nothing had happened. But then someone had been like, hey, I haven't seen, you know, so-and-so in a while and I haven't seen so-and-so one else in a while. And then, you know, they looked and they were like, oh, fuck, they're all the way over there and they can't get back um, because we were all trying to swim um, back, but we were way the fuck out and you know there were three of them so there were more of us than there were of them and so they had to take turns and I think I was the last one and the furthest out um but you know I came back I hadn't like got unconscious or anything um and that you know we came back and everyone came around and was like wow you guys almost died that's, <laughs> that's so cool <laughs> that's so cool which it was not cool but <laughs> um yeah, and, you know, that was just, like, this really terrifying experience. Um, and I think since then, I definitely had this conscious idea that, you know, every every day since then, I feel like has been a new life or has been sort of a continuation of life. And anything that happens, if it's bad, you know, if it's bad, then I'm like, oh, well, this wouldn't have happened if I had died then. But, like, I'm really glad it did happen because I didn't die. So, like, yes, you know? And if it's really good, then I'm really happy. I'm happier. I'm even happier. Um, yeah, the end, what is it? The end of the beginning, you know? It, it, I think of it as, like, my first life, I guess. So, yeah. You've been listening to True Story. To hear more, look us up in iTunes Podcasts. To comment on this or any of our stories, visit us at truestorytime.org.